Hello and welcome to Canberra Metalhead. You got Marky Malpas and JDK. Tonight we'll be catching up with the boys from Live Evil with both Jason and Matt here on Canberra Metalheads. Skate.
That was Saxon Davis with Back to the Now. Yeah, from his uh, debut EP solo venture, Rings of Saturn. Yep. And that tr- track there's um, got a feature from Steve Vai. Ooh. Big name on the on the solo EP there, and that was um, brought into us by uh, Matt from Live Evil. Um, and for us to play on the show, so that's makes solid it cool. Solid track, dude. Solid yeah. track. Rad, rad job. So yeah, that's something um, different and interesting for us to play on the on the show. As I mentioned, we have the boys from Live Evil coming in, so um, we can't exactly play a Live Evil song because they're known for doing covers. So we can actually play um, some of the songs they cover later in the show. Um, but yeah, it's good to be able to play something that they're associated with and still support local uh, local music. Hell yeah. So uh, we've got a bit of, like I mentioned, mixed tracks coming up today. Um, Mix is the word. (laughs) (laughs) There's some um, tracks we'll be playing the original of that are being covered by Live Evil. Um, And also we've got some tracks that um, from bands that have got gigs uh, in and around um, Canberra in the upcoming upcoming weeks. Busy year, man. Busy year. So many gigs. this, This year's heating up, man. Stick around for the gig guide to find out more, but... We've got a fully loaded yeah. gig guide later on, so yeah. make sure you stick around for that. A lot of bands actually coming to Canberra. Yep, not just to- not just touring around, they're uh, dropping through. Yeah, so stick around. To hear more about that one. Um, and for now, there's a band that, uh, you know, they've got a gig coming up in the gig guide, so as we mentioned, listen to that one later, but f- but here's a little taste of uh, what you've got in store for you with Chasing Nimbus, A Long Walk Home. Home, Here on Canberra Metalheads.
That was Morris King with their new single, We're Stronger Than This. Before that, we had Deathbeds with Martyr Complex. Complex. Before that, as I announced before, Chasing Nimbus with A Long Walk Home. They, um, they've all got gigs coming up in one single gig. Actually, all those bands are playing um, at the basement coming up in the gig guide. We'll talk more about that. Um, but for now, we've got our um, interview section of the show coming up. Ooh. So as we mentioned before, the boys from Live Evil are coming in to uh, chat more about the band and where they originated from and all the little secrets behind um, behind what you see on stage. What is Live Evil? <laughs> That's right. Um, and also um, a little bit more about, you know, the music they play and the things that they, they do. Indeed, man. Looking forward to it. So we found it was fitting um, to play one of the originals of a track that they cover. Um, they originated playing a lot of Dio songs. So, um, you know, one that that resonates with the band, you know, that works well with them is um, this next track, Dio, King of Rock and Roll. And after that, you'll be able to hear the interview here on Canberra Metalheads.
Hello and welcome to the interview section at Canberra Metalhead. You got Marky Malpas and JDK. Joined in the studio here with the boys from Live Evil. Hi, I'm Matt. I'm the vocalist in Live Evil. And Jason, lead guitar. Excellent. Good to have you guys in the studio. And uh, we've sort of been crossing paths with a few gigs around the around the place um, lately. I think it was New Year's Eve. I sent a, a message to Bobby and said, hey, look, I want to get you guys on the show and start queuing it up. So here we are a few weeks later and got you got you in ready to chat. Yeah, it's cool. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. always good to have you on. Now at the top there, we listened to um, a Dio track, King of Rock and Roll. Um, you guys suggested that one as, you know, it had um, some sort of... Uh, resonance with the band could you maybe talk a little bit more about what that has to do with you guys yeah we actually jason and i come up with the idea of forming live evil a long time ago like what is it uh, 11 12 years or something, yeah, something 11, like that, 12 yeah. years. and the whole concept was um we wanted to do a do show just for fun just for absolute fun shits and giggles and um yeah so do was really what got us together yep. we found the players that we needed at the time and and put it together and uh, did a show at the at the old green room which was in upstairs in philip yep and um surprisingly enough we got 200 people came to the show Whoa. so we we kind of um what year was and, that well that was about 12 years ago yeah before okay. he, well before he died yeah right and um and uh, yeah, we, we just had such a good time that we decided to keep doing it. And so we did a few more DO shows and, um, you know, had a blast, lots of fun, lots of people came and enjoyed it. And then we sort of found ourselves in a position where you can only do DO so many times in Canberra. Everybody's seen the show, what should we do next? Mm. And it was sort of a pretty obvious thing to move to Maiden from there. Yep. Yeah. And Does Maiden's it... been a, an ongoing thing for us, amongst other things that we've done, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I got a phone call from Matt way back when saying, "Oh, I'm thinking about doing a Dio show. Yep. Do you want to play guitar for it?" <laughs> and I was like, "Hell's yes, I want to play guitar yeah, for yeah, it." Yeah. Even though I didn't know at that time a, a, a big portion of his um, catalog at all, um, but I knew some of the key hits and whatnot. And uh, I was more excited to tell you the truth about playing guitar alongside Matt. Mm. And I'm like, "This is sweet. We're going to get to trade some licks." Yeah, and yeah. Matt's like, "No, no, I want to focus on singing and really do Dio justice, which he does." So I'm like, right, I'm going to have to pull my finger out and do some practice then because there's a lot of shredding that happens in those solos. Oh, yeah. But yeah. And the Maiden thing, I think, was one of those things where when we were talking about, I think we're onto something, that was a lot of fun. And there, were, there was, I remember there was a kid right down the front playing air guitar during um, Don't Talk to Strangers solo. There's yep. a big um, arpeggio run that goes up the neck. And he was there playing the whole thing. And I was like, holy God, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. And then... Um, you never walk down the street and don't see an Iron Maiden t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. So it was like That's exactly like right. everywhere. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like a natural progression, I guess. Um, and, you know, also, if you've got the vocal range as well, it's, you may as well go into that if you, you know, have the ability and the, obviously the skills to uh, to do it justice, which you guys definitely do. Um, were you guys always called Live Evil from the start? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was there were lots of uh, lots of silly ideas for for the tribute show name. Yep. But yeah, we settled on Live Evil. It it sort of made uh, sense um, because of the the Dio Sabbath album. And, yep. and um, yeah, 
we couldn't come up with anything that didn't sound really stupid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's funny where sometimes the holy divers, rock and roll children. It's it's sometimes funny where like the the working track title or the working title becomes the like the polished edition. You're like, well, actually, yeah. we nailed it when we thought of just something random. Well, yeah. you know, and it's just luck too because later on when you do Maiden, you know, live after death, it, it kind of goes. Yep. You know, so it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was one of those things we had to start getting posters and things out and advertising so it really came down to a that one will do yeah, I mean, yeah. that's a cool name and it seems to be the least cheesy out of all of them yep and it's yeah it's, it's been good yeah yeah well that's exactly right so you mentioned that you um you um had a conversation about playing guitar and things like that what were your uh, projects at the time were you in a band at, when when you got the call uh i, w- I was in a an old covers band called piston broke and I was actually on my way down the coast to do a gig. Yep. Uh, and pulled over uh, when Matt called. Right. And he's like, he's like, don't worry about it, man. We'll talk later. I'm like, no, no, I want to hear it now. Because <laughs> I, I was, I um, you know, was looking at moving on um, from that band at the time. Yep. Because we were just doing the same songs in the same order at the same venues, mm, you know, mm. week in, week out. And it was kind of like, I want to learn something new and yep. do something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I knew I needed somebody that, that could actually do it. And I knew that um, Jason had the skill to to pull off the licks properly. Yep. You know, and um, I'd known him for a few years and we got on really well. So, That's you know, awesome. he was the obvious choice um, yeah. at the time. And um, and we just had to find the rhythm section and and the keyboard player. And um, Jason sort of come through with, with um, most of that. With people that he knew yeah okay so that's how it all came together yeah, yeah. have you always had the same lineup or have you changed it over the years we've got a core um section really which is um duncan beard on drums yep. he's yep. been the drummer since the beginning yep um we've uh swapped out bass players multiple times and we currently have um brett who's you know a fabulous lovely guy We've had multiple bass players, good bass players. Yep. Um, and um, we've had a few keyboard players. Oh, cool. Uh, our first keyboard player was Jimmy, a good mate of Jason's. And he's he's moved um, interstate. Yep. And, um, yeah, so... Oh, and, of course, we've had Bob. Bob was sort of like a, almost like a surrogate member that we needed for to do the Maiden show. Yep. You know, but, but we didn't need him for if we did a Dio show. Yeah, you okay. know, and so he's come in and he's become a member of the band. But yep. sometimes we'll go and do something where the second guitar player isn't needed. Mm. But generally speaking, Bob Bob's you know you know tight in tight with, yeah. with us, you know, and we need him for Maiden, we need him for Judas Priest, and um, these days if we're doing a mixed metal night, which we have coming up in March, that's right, on um, the first of March, yeah, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, the basement at the basement. Uh, yeah. You know, Bob ends up learning parts that keep him involved yep. anyway so yeah so it's, he's it's sort cool of renewing his membership automatically by the way <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's good no well, well i've had bob in on the show as part of wretch and also yeah. i haven't had a chance to have duncan in here but like i've chatted to him a lot at the bar yeah. and you know it seems like you got a good core group of people there and yeah. um yeah, like i good. said bob was the one that got the hook up on on this just through knowing him from wretch and you know seeing you guys perform all the yeah. time yeah well funnily enough I think I first met Bobby. He was working at Cash Converters down in Belconnen. Yeah, right. Many moons ago, and I went in and just fiddled on some guitars, and he came over and had a chat. Yep. And it was it was around that time that Matt gave me the call about the live evil thing. Yep. 
and he said, I saw this ad and I'm joining this covers band and it was the Piston Broke covers band. Right, okay. And so I sort of went out, we high-fived each other, he went in. Yep, yep. And then I still went along and jammed with them every so often because it was fun having somebody new there. Yeah. So every so often I'd get up and have a jam with them. Yep. And uh, and then when the Live Evil thing kicked off and we are talking about doing Maiden, he was like, I want in. Yeah, Because cool. we'd sort of spoken about the whole Judas Priest Iron Maiden thing as well. Yep, yep. So things kind of lined up pretty well. And Canberra's a small town as well. Oh, exactly. I mean, cash converters is a big part of the metal scene. How many times, like, the surprising the amount, of, the amount of people I've spoken to that have actually worked there at some point. <laughs> um, and, I mean, l- let's be honest, uh, there's probably a lot of guitars that are on stage through multiple different owners, for, like, handed through <laughs> that same same yeah, place. Yeah. Um, accidental advertising for cash converters. <laughs> All right, so... Um, <laughs> Uh, you, you, like you guys were saying, we've been doing it for a long time. You've been playing in a lot of venues. You started off in your first gig at the Green Room. What other venues have you played around town? Obviously, we know about the basement, but is there any any um, spots that you've played at recently? Uh, we do the Transit Bar. Yeah. Um, where else? Have we, we, we've done a few really big shows at the Hellenic Club. Yep. Um, you know, which is which has been different bands, uh, different tribute shows. How's that fill out? Like the van- what's the venue? It's like fairly sizable sort of 1100. crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Between eight and eleven hundred people, yeah. eight hundred and eleven hundred people. Yeah, yeah. We've we've done there at the Hellenic Club, but that that's it. You know, we haven't gone there and done. Oh, we have done Maiden there actually. We've done Iron Maiden at the Hellenic Club. Okay. We've done Monst- Monsters of Rock there. Remember? Yep. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah I uh, but I've seen that advertising. Yeah, actually. but we've also done you know more mainstream acts there. Um, basically as this this core group yep live evil we just called it a different name yeah but um we've gone up and played the ball face stag we played a few other venues in sydney at yeah. anu anu oh that's well, right the anu bar yeah. we did the anu bar several times yeah i don't know you know yeah the same, just same, around the, the same place. same venues most of the other metal bands play i guess yeah that's oh, we cool did, we did uh just after do passed we played pj o'reilly uh, pj pj, PJ o'reilly yeah. yeah okay yeah well there you go i think um that's the first time I've heard a uh, gig at PJ O'Reilly's mentioned on on the show, so there's one to add to the inventory. Uh, just keeping a catalogue of all the venues around town, I guess, so people can go out and see, see um, you know, live music. Um, and also, like, Jay was mentioned that um, he played a gig with you guys up in uh, Sydney at Ball, Ball, Ball Stag, Stag yeah. as well. Yeah. It's cool, always cool to have that crossover. I mean, me, myself, not being in a band, it's always good to have Jay, like, chime in on stuff. Like, oh, I remember playing with you guys, th- like, at this mm. venue or with, with that, with those guys or things like that. So, um, yeah, it's always good to, you know, mix it up and learn about new venues. Yeah, well, yeah, th- there's some. there are some good venues here in town it'd be great if there were more but you know you hear people all the time you know Canberrans don't go out and see gigs you know <laughs> and unfortunately it, it's it's the case you know I think we get more people and bands like us and nights where the tribute nights get more people than than um, you know original hard working bands that are trying to you know be artistic and put their own thing thing out yeah. there i think you know we get more people than they do which is a bit of a shame um I, I think it's starting to turn a little bit recently just because of the amount of um bigger I, I f- international bands coming, yeah, through, coming through oh yeah well yeah. that's cool yeah yeah, yeah. so I, I noticed that a lot of the time um 
bands that are supporting bigger internationals are, are getting more exposure we mentioned before um that that word exposure <laughs> you know it's not quite currency but it seems to be traded off as it sometimes but yeah. um it's yeah i think that some of the bigger international bands that are coming through obviously with places like the basement expanding and having a bigger capacity it opens up the gates to having at the gates <laughs> no it opens up the gates to having bigger bands come yeah. through and yeah. um and the locals getting lifted up with them a little bit but yeah you're right there was uh, there was a, f a long time where i can remember obviously i've been working at the basement since 2012 i've watched the evolution of cover bands locals um originals and all that stuff and yeah like i said it's starting to turn a little bit at the moment and i put it down to the the bigger internationals um but yeah it's good to hear that you guys from your perspective are seeing that as well like as as far as playing covers yeah i i i'd like to put aside the stigma of you know being in a cover band being in a tribute band yeah you know that uh, not just because i'm in one <laughs> i've been doing it for years i mean i've done original stuff too yep but um yeah it's it's just good fun you know yep. and if people want to have nostalgia they're going to have nostalgia anyway mm. you mm. know they go home and put on an old record that they used to listen to in high school and they're going to get nostalgic yep yep you know so why should they not be able to go out and see a nostalgia based band as yep. entertainment you know live as, as well live. yeah that's right yep. and and i mean yep go and see an original band too and 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 delve into what's current and now mm. and what somebody's trying to put out there that is that's just as important mm -hmm. you know for yourself socially and for your own personal development and hopefully for the development of the artists that you're going to see yep but um certainly it's all entertainment and um and we have a really good time doing our entertainment you know at, we at rehearsals we just start laughing when we get there and we don't stop laughing till we leave do we? you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah awesome. always taking the piss out of one another yeah and, yeah and um and just having fun with the songs you know and, yeah and they're classic songs that that we like we love you know Moonchild, yeah, <laughs> Duncan, yeah, twenty times. Yeah. <laughs> let's do Moon, let's just play Moonchild and, nine times at this gig, and it's funny because just about like it, it could be any song, just as you get to the end of it, and somebody makes a little error or something, it's like whoa, 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 from the top, <laughs> from the top, <laughs> Duncan, yeah, <laughs> from the top, yeah, but uh, it's awesome because the um, our rehearsals are, are very much kind of a social event, yep, for us, yeah, yeah, um, like Matt was saying, it's just full of laughs playing classic material and then although it hasn't been lately because uh, we haven't rehearsed so much no. over the last few months or whatever it's been but for a while extract there, the digit yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah um but afterwards it's all out onto the deck the blue cheese comes out you know a beer it's just it's awesome yeah. So yeah, you guys. let's get rehearsal out of the way so we can yeah, yeah <laughs> so hang out and have a beer yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. No, I wonder if Duncan shares the same passion when it comes to Wretch. Has Bobby ever been able to weigh in on that? Whether it's back at the start again, if there's any little slip-ups? Uh, well, the songs, songs only last 25 seconds, so it's, it's not too bad. It's grindcore. Yeah. I don't think anybody noticed. Yeah. Maybe they play the full album if there's any mistakes, they start, start again. again. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> I reckon they probably have as much fun though, because uh, yeah, their personalities would yeah. be different depending on which band they're rehearsing with. Yeah, yeah. I re reckon they probably have just as much laughs. Yeah, no, I can understand. Yeah, yeah. Well, they seem like a, um, they have a lot of fun on stage. So I don't think it'd be any different when they're in the rehearsal room. Nah. Cool. 
Uh, you guys G- are all a bunch of super professional dudes, and you always put on a great live performance. Eh? Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, cheers. Well, it's just fun, you know. Yeah. The, the more fun you have doing something, the more you want to do it. Yeah, well, you know, that you guys do justice to everything that you that you put out. You know what I mean? Like you, you can see that you guys put a lot of time into it, and it shows. Yeah, and that, that 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 good attitude, kind of that you're having fun, also shows when you when you're doing a live performance. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Big, and, big, big shouts out. And yeah. I think that was one of the core things when yeah. we were putting it together was all the tunes that we were picking at the time um, had either massive vocals like Child in Time by Deep Purple or mm-hmm. Burn or Dio or Bruce Dickinson or whatever it was, or it had this you know insane guitar solo or massive drums and everything everything was kind of like had sort of a a wow well factor a about wow it. factor yeah. about it yeah um which also made it fun because to to stand up there for half of child in time i don't play at all um but to watch an audience sit there and do the i'm not even attempt to sing it but the all the screams in child in time go check it out if you haven't <laughs> yeah, heard yeah. it but and matt just slays it like I get, i'm getting goosebumps now thinking about it you haven't <laughs> played it for like five years or something but yeah yeah but it was just insane it was very very cool yeah. no that's good it's good to hear that you know you guys um are also a fan of each other as well you know it helps keep that mesh the, the mesh in the band all like tied together oh yeah yeah we are actual fans of each other and and really good friends yep you know and i think we don't hang out either and so it's sort of there's a little bit of um um what am you know what am i trying to say where absence makes the heart grow foggy. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> you know, so when we do get together it's a it's a real gas yeah, yeah, yeah. i know? can understand that yeah. it's sort of like you know we'll hang out as we practice like yeah. you said before yeah. you know it's like i guess if you if you guys were just hanging out without practicing then you probably um would see each other uh you wouldn't practice as much i guess because you'd be seeing each other so well, we like, haven't you, done the tour bus thing so we haven't lived in each other's pockets yeah. necessarily i think the guys in wretch have a bit yeah but um oh yeah yeah but That's um yeah. we spoke to him with... after the tour actually yeah. so we got sort of like the first hand scoop on, yeah, yeah. on that yeah there was a bit there was a bit going on there <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we've done a couple of like micro tours you know a couple of micro tours up to sydney to do a few gigs in a row and stuff like that yeah. but they were just you know that they're blinders ex- yeah and they're they're extended rehearsals they're yeah just, they're they were just fun. rehearsals yeah. yeah so where, where do you guys practice at is it, I mean, is it a rehearsal space or is it at someone's house? Um, we're we're kind of pretty fortunate. Duncan has a um, has a rehearsal space, and I have a rehearsal space. Yep. So we we kind of juggle it a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and just um, and do it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So that it works saves out. us money, and we can rehearse when it's convenient for all of us. We're not um, um, governed by available spaces in in rehearsal rooms. And the rehearsal mm. rooms in Canberra are good, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, well, uh, we're just fortunate. But we've had a like a lot of good feedback about rehearsal rooms around the place. But we've also heard that, like you know, like we've said, sometimes people, um, you know, they might not have something available for them, and they can you know practice at someone's house or you mm. know wherever they can do it. So I guess 
wherever it is they just coming together and playing is what's the most important part just whether or not how comfortable it is whether it's like roasting hot in a small room or in an actual rehearsal area yeah yeah, yeah. it's like how many eight dollar fans can we get from kmart to make oh, this yeah, yeah. our rehearsals well particularly at duncan's place it's a sauna yeah and gorillas in the mist by the time we walk out of there everybody well yeah. myself anyway but and the yeah. other guys but it's just head to toe yeah, yeah we, were drip, we were dripping last wednesday yeah. We? yeah it makes you um it's sort of not just a rehearsal for playing the music but also the feeling of being on that stage under all those stage lights i guess it's like a body rehearsal it's a little bit of that but it's also you know that first beer afterwards is like uh it doesn't touch the sides right yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes it that much sweeter yeah but yeah it's 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 good fun though cool yeah yeah, so you guys, um, like you mentioned, you've got you've you've done the Do stuff and the Iron Maiden stuff. Is there any other like prospects that you guys have have been juggling up with to move you know, into? We talk about lots of things. Yeah, yeah. we've got a we've got a backlog of show and ideas register. Yep, sort of thing. We've we've spoken about doing um, classic albums, you know, Master of Puppets versus whatever it is, British yeah. Steel or yeah. uh, Rusting Peace or something, and. Um, we did the Big Four tribute show years ago. Um, J- Jason has, a couple of times, Jason has written out the set list, right? Mm. And there's there's probably a hundred songs that we've played. Oh, yeah, yeah. We yeah, had well and truly. I think, yeah. I think there was 180 songs or 180, something. 180, was it? Yeah, yeah uh, just that we've played. Ooh. And... Um, and that they've they've consisted of Dio. Then we did a show called Aussie versus Dio. Yep. Um, and then then we went to Maiden. Yep. And then we did Maiden a few times. And then we decided we did our oh, classic metal night, which mm-hmm. we just went, oh, what's some favourites? Yep. You know, here's some stuff that we've all that we've done already, and let's learn these mm-hmm. handful mm-hmm. and make it a classic metal night. And then we did the Big Four. Yep. So and then that, Deep Purple. And then we did Deep Purple and Judas Priest. Yep. And yeah. and um, you know, and so we ended up end up with this massive list of of songs that we can do, and yep. that we've got. You know, if we oh let's do this, <laughs> so we brush the, them ones up or whatever. Yep. But the consistent one has been Maiden. Yeah. You know, once we started doing that, the popularity of it allowed us to play it multiple times a year. You know, bring and do a slightly different version of it. You know, we'd go and do some Diano stuff. We'd do something really modern. You know, or we could do the entire um, Live After Death album or something like that you know but there's kind of sounds a bit um on ourselves it's kind of nothing we can't do but it's just coming up with something that that um we think is going to be enjoyed and people are going to go oh fire out that's a great idea let's go and watch that that or sounds like meshes with the set list sort of yeah, thing. yeah yeah you know yeah. have we done a sabbath a complete Sabbath one? Uh, no, we just did... Um, when we did the Aussie versus Dio. Yep. I mean, obviously, when we did Dio, we did a, a couple did, of yeah, Sabbath, Sabbath songs, songs or Heaven yeah. and Hell songs and That's whatnot. That's right. And when we did Aussie versus Dio, we chose some... Yeah, we chose half a dozen... Aussie Sabbath. And, yeah, and, and then mixed it. them all up as the encore yep. so that people got a taste and just sort of alternated them, which was very cool. Like the song Heaven and Hell. Man, I love that song. Even yeah. even now, 10 yeah. years later, it's like... It's great it's fun killer. to play, yeah. yeah. So I think we've got a lot like jason said we've got a lot of ideas on the back burner that we'd like to do one of the ones that sticks in my mind was a night of wine and cheese yeah and that that i thought was it was it bob came up with that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. wine and cheese and so that was wine wine was was um dave mustaine 
Brian, the cheese was hair metal. Yeah. So we do Megadeth and hair metal, wine and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we've, we've never really got that one off the ground. But yeah. there, oh, there, was, there was another one. What was the yeah. other one? There was another one that was, um, was it um, New Wave of British Heavy Metal or, yeah. um, you know, UK versus US yeah, metal okay. bands. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That sort of stuff, classic material. That, that's good. Yeah. So the wine and cheese thing, that that just says Bob all over yeah, it, man. Does, like, yeah. that's a, like <laughs> the, the ideas that dude has is like when he was in, he was talking about the uh, the doom metal band they created, which is using Duncan's snoring re- on recording. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, there was... <laughs> I'm not surprised by the wine and cheese idea after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very Bob. Yeah, yeah. Um, on your Bobby. Yeah, and all the your little, little dark. <laughs> <laughs> Drink another cider. <laughs> your greens voter. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, getting some of that um that vocal action there through some of the voices, <laughs> um, just a, just a taste of what the vocal range is possible with with you, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> there we go, exclusive. We um so we spoke earlier about some upcoming gigs you guys have got one at the basement in march when was the date for that the first first, first, first? of march yep okay and what was the show for the um that was a, a mixed metal night yep so we've we were approached by a lovely couple that i, I uh, met each other at one of our shows years ago okay uh and they're getting married if i remember correctly um and asked us to put on a show for the for a birthday for, for a birthday yeah, yeah. uh and they're going to have guests uh their own guests we're going to come along as well so tickets should be up in the next few days in the next week or so um but yeah that's what kicked that one off we called that one dealer's choice so um they've given us sort of a rough idea of what they wanted and and it's our from our extensive back catalogue of of material yep and um and we've just sort of chosen a cool list and we've chosen some new songs um all of us put our heads together and sort of threw some fresh ones in the in the mix that mm. we haven't played before oh cool yeah, yeah. that's something to look out for then we've yeah. Got, yeah. got some some uh little a bit of a tease on some new new stuff yeah cool yeah. Um, yeah, cool. Well, one other thing that I th- think we may as well talk about, you brought in um, your son's band on the CD here, just as a, as a side note. Um, I thought you just might like that for your, uh, a local show or, you know, local music show. Yeah, sure. So, yeah. Oh, well, a little bit of spruik there. I mean, just as a side note, um, how long's um, how long's that been running for? Um, They've got a CD, so, I mean, that's a... That's a well, that, that's his solo project. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a solo project. Okay. He, that's about 18 months old. Yep. And um, it, it was something that he wanted to do. Um, and I said to him, well, mate, if you write the material, we'll record it. So he wrote all the material. And uh, we, um, I took him out to um, Infidel out in Queanbeyan. Yep. And um, Duncan Lowe out there recorded it for him. And he played all the instruments. And it's, it's uh, sort of proggy, doomy, uh, noise-inspired you know, he listens to stuff like Hannah Tarash and Merz Bow and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> awesome. And, um, and um, Cathedral and... Yeah, yeah. But but also he's a huge Steve Vai fan, so there's proggy and prog stuff on it and stuff like that, so... Awesome. Yeah, yeah. and um, I suppose I have to open my mouth. <laughs> Steve Vai's actually on it, on the CD. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Steve Vai plays a solo on, on the last track. Whoa, okay. Yeah. All right. So you'll have to have a listen to it later and see if you want to use it in one of your other shows. Yeah. Yep, so Saxon Davis. Davis. Yeah. 
Cool. All right. Well, um, look, I might even open the show with that one. Like, you know, have something uh, local to expose. Yeah, cool. Well, to play. <laughs> it's it's available at Land Speed, that album. Awesome. Yeah, and Utopia. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, that that that's awesome. Good little spruik there just for the um, for for that, and it's good to hear that it's um, up and coming. Yeah, he's uh, in. A, he's actually in another band called Rip Salvation. Yep. Which are playing at um, the uh, the the Untapped Festival on the 9th of February. Uh, Excellent. Yeah. So that been uh, following them on social media for a little while. Yeah. Sorry about that. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, good man. Good kids. Yep. It's good to see. Next gen. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, um, we uh, we mentioned before we couldn't have uh, Bobby or Duncan in the studio this time, and maybe another time we'll be able to get them back. But in lieu of them not being here, we figured we may as well close out the show with a retro song. Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, just so that we can kind of feel like we're going to have them in here with us. Yeah. Um, do you guys have any preference of any? Do you have a, have an idea of a retro song? I've got um, I got their albums here, but that one that was banned. Yeah, that's yeah. The one. We we spoke about that one on the <laughs> yeah. show when they came in. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll, we'll chuck that one on after um, and to close out the interviews. But um, <laughs> definitely definitely put that one on just to uh, feel like, we're yeah, we've got Duncan and Bobby in here with us kind of spiritually. Yeah, they're always deep in my heart. You <laughs> know I love you. <laughs> awesome. All right, well, th- thanks very much for coming in and uh, speaking a little bit more about Live Evil. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys on the 1st of March at the basement. No worries. It was great to be in here and um i'd just like to say one thing thanks to all the people that continuously come and come to our shows and support support us and have a good time so you know it's 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 an honor and a privilege and no but i I, (laughs) no but i mean it we really are thankful um that we can continue to have a lot of fun and a lot of other people come and have a lot of fun with us you know so it's a cool thing cool thing to be involved with yeah, very cool. Thanks very much for having us as well. Yeah, it you're was welcome, fun. Man. Yeah. yeah, and and thanks for calling me twelve years ago to say <laughs> no worries, <laughs> buddy. Play guitar. Oh well, I needed somebody that could actually do it, and somebody actually liked. So. <laughs> yeah, I just scraped above the line. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> well, through lack of other choice, I got the call. No way, no way. No, Jason's the gun guitar player. It's, <laughs> yep. it's fantastic to be playing with him. Perfect. All right. Well, like I said, thanks for coming in on the show, and um, yeah, thanks for all, all the music so far that you've you've brought to the um, to the scene. And um, yeah, I'm sure the I'm sure all the fans are twice as appreciative um, to be able to hear a little bit more about you guys behind the scenes. Cool. Cheers. Cool. All the best. Hi, I'm Matt from Live Evil, and you're listening to Canberra Metalheads on. Whoa! I'm going to give you three seconds, exactly three fucking seconds, to wipe that stupid-looking grin off your face, or I will gouge out your eyeballs and skull-fuck you!
That was Wretch with AFT of Hate. Closing Ooh. up the interview there with a um, with a Wretch track there. Giggity! <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for the gig guide. Canberra Metalhead's gig guide. Giggity. Kicking it off with uh, the 9th of Feb, we got at the Transit Bar, the With a Heavy Heart Doom Festival, Mini Doom Fest. Yeah, Kurt's Mini Doom Fest. On the 16th of Feb at Maria Waterfront, we got a Metalheads gig um, with... A Blaze in the Southern Sky. Featuring Black Mountain. As Flesh Decays. Deprivation. Claret Ash. And Morium. In case you want more of them. Oh, I, I heard some wordplay. Uh, speaking of wordplay, uh, 16th of March. Quest Fest at the basement. Mm, get your cosplay on and get out and watch some great fantasy metal bands. We got a big one on the 21st of oh, March. Oh, hell's yeah. Phil Anselmo and the Illegals and King Parrot with Thrash Plus Grindfest. You were on uh, Thrash Blast Grindfest, the last one, weren't you, with Inhuman yeah, Remnants? Yeah, yeah, we we played that one. So it's good to see that it's come back with a vengeance coming up after that one, the 24th. March at the basement, we have the Cavalier's Conspiracy with uh, Max and Igor return to do the Beneath the Arise. Um, that's going to be sick, man. Like yep. the, the 14-year-old Jay is... Squeeing, <laughs> <laughs> like beneath the rain. Those who don't know, beneath the remains was you know one of my favorite albums for like ten years. Yep. Uh, when I was fourteen to twenty-four. 24. <laughs> yeah. Quick math. Quick math. <laughs> yeah, I'm good at that. <laughs> when it was multiples of ten, I can help you out. <laughs> um, then after that, we've got on the twenty-seventh of March at the basement the. Ooh. Slaves awaken. I am. Yeah, that's 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 a pretty th- cool. That's a right well, go, man. Uh, man. You might have noticed. Man, March for kick-ass shows. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Holy man. Sh- kick-ass March. Yeah. Does what it- else? Twenty twenty eighth of March on the at tw- basement at the backstage after dark bar. We have Mason on their Show No Mercy tour. Yep. Yeah, and then that's uh, the end of Kickass March. The end of Kickass March, but we've got one here that we need to announce early on because everybody uh, needs to know about it as quickly as possible. Because if you don't get your tickets, you might miss out. Get your tickets. This one's at the basement on the twenty fourth of April. It's- at the gates is coming to Canberra. Extra date announced with the haunted and witchery. If you miss this, you missed. You had something. I'm not going to say the show of the year because we got Phil Anselmo yeah. and Cavalier Conspiracy playing the month before. But April at the gates, I'm there. I'm I'm there with bells on. Yep. Um, I've I've travelled overseas to see at the gates before. Yeah. Um, because they hadn't been here, and then they came here, and I was all like, oh, that was a bit of a waste. But yeah. <laughs> hey, had man, to, had to had to cross it off the bucket list. <laughs> yeah, man. At the gates is like one of my biggest in- inspiration bands of all time, man. Like, uh, well, Excellent. anyway, I'll we've get played it. them once before on the show when we did the '90s section. Yeah, dude. Now we got a proper reason to play them because yeah. they're here playing yeah. in Canberra. Yeah, Slaughter of the Soul, man. One of them, one of my pinnacle albums um the haunted made me do it one of my pinnacle albums yep two of the greatest bands um half the band members are crossed over but you know yeah that's that time 
Oh um, man, it's, so that's what the that's the that, um, that's, that's it for the gig guide. Well, that's the Canberra gig guide. Oh, um, we've international. also international and national gig guide. So we've got two on this on the uh, on the list. Uh, we got Ailstorm in February. They'll be um, travelling around Australia and New Zealand. On the sixth, they'll be in uh, Perth. Seventh, Adelaide. Eighth, Sydney. Ninth, Melbourne. Already sold out. Eleventh, Brisbane. And finally, on the thirteenth, they'll be in Auckland. And as we um, did last week, we played the Watain song because we know that um, they'll be travelling around Australia as well in February um, towards the end of the month on the 22nd they'll be in Melbourne 23rd Brisbane 24th Sydney 26th Wellington and 27th Auckland so yeah. hitting both sides of New Zealand with that one yeah yeah shouts out to Val Knut <laughs> yeah, yeah. good work dude <laughs> yeah, yeah man I know you're listening so just <laughs> a shout out bro yeah. <laughs> um, alright so that's the Canberra Metalheads gig guide uh, thanks for uh, running through and hopefully you're taking note. And in case you missed out, we've keep all that information um, on our social media pages, share events on there where you can go and check out more information about those. And as they announce local support, you'll be able to get the first scoop. Oh, big scoop. The big scoop of the old locals. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, send us all your shows. We need more info. Yeah crave the knowledge so yeah. send on in all your information plus then i can come to your shows yeah exactly we like to go to shows and it will also if you want to come in to our show then you um hit us up as well because we love to have guests on and um reach out to us yeah we like to talk oh yes you can tell mm, well, I, I also like to watch but mostly talk yeah <laughs> <laughs> we can watch and talk too if you yeah. see us out and about make sure you come say hi yeah yeah that that was a gig guide thanks for listening to that and um stick around now to listen to the wandering old wars here on canberra metalheads
Okay, that was Hostel with Murderous. Before that, we had Heists with Disquiet. And at the top, as you know, we had Wandering Old Wars. Three bands there sort of all fit together. Um, I noticed some of them been coming up on uh, social media, so I always like to support bands that are uh, putting in the work. Uh, as well as, um, you know, I just love that Hostel track. I've played it multiple times on the show, and uh, it's not just great to listen to um, recorded, but also the live version is amazing as well. It's probably one of my favourite Hostel tracks. So there you go, boys. If you're listening, shout out to uh, you guys and uh, that song, Murderous. And that concludes the show for this week. Thank you for listening to Canberra Metalheads, Marky Malpas and... Marky Malpas and... <laughs> JDK, and this is Canberra Metalheads. Make sure you check us out on our social medias. We're on Facebook. And the Instas. No, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and if you keep an eye on our YouTube channel, you might um, be able to see some surprises there with any videos that we share. Check us on Podbean, iTunes. To get our um, playbacks. And also you can uh, listen back to the radio show on 2XXFM. And check out our uh, Big Cartel for our... Merch? Yeah. Camberhead Metalhead's uh, merchandise has been released, so yep. get in and support the show. Yep, we got uh, shirts and patches available. Uh, the um, site was launched last week, and uh, some, you can you can own your very own Canberra Metalhead shirt up to a 3XL. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not included. <laughs> You'll be in the next run, man, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... The, the, they don't make shirts in... in super bluff size yet so yeah. we'll get there we'll get there we want to make sure canberra metalheads is the pioneer of the super plus size metalhead shirts thanks man it's, it's being inclusive dude like to help everybody out thanks man thanks so thank- <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening to the show um and to make sure you support a, the live music um scene and also support the bands Going to close up the show now with a band that was recommended to us by our buddy Josh Nixon when he was in on the show, talking about how many gigs they did in 2018 and how much respect they have for, uh, you know, getting out there and getting the work done. So closing the show now with a band called Hobo Magic and their track Sonic Sword. Until next week, keep it metal. (laughs) 